0: Welcome to a brand new Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko, my co-host on the West Coast, none other than Chad Smart. Welcome back, Chad. How was your week? It's been a week, hasn't it, since we last did this. <laughs> um, I don't know where
1: the time goes. It's it, you know, it feels like a week is like 10 days, but other times it feels like 10 minutes, and I always feel like I'm behind on my podcasting and my podcasting research. And so it's – I need to figure out a better way to manage my time.
0: Well, in all fairness, with our crazy schedules, sometimes it will be 10 days between recordings. And sometimes it will be 10 minutes between recordings. So it's (laughs) tough to tell. And uh, as as you have made famous over in the Positive Cynicism Podcast Network – Time is irrelevant in podcasting, so.
1: That is true. Although, when we're recording, time is not irrelevant. And we actually have to figure out things to say for 30 minutes each week and try to get this conversation, keep it flowing, because at 30 minutes in length, there's not a lot of time to, uh, to draw out silence and, uh, and drag out thoughts that aren't complete so
0: you know it hopefully it, after the time we get to 100 episodes of these all will have that worked out at the beginning you know i i don't know if you know this or not but i was shaving off you know dead air you know by by the five or ten seconds if we were trying to cut it close but now we just get to the point when you're looking at that watch you say oh we're out of time <laughs> so uh, <laughs> real quick before we um before we get into this week's topic, I want to talk about uh, a friend of ours, mutual friend, uh, who was a special guest on my most recent episode of Nerd United here on the Jerry Monkey Podcast Network, talking about his new novel, Adam Testa. And, uh, you know, your name got brought up in that conversation, as did uh, Kevin Huntsberger, who we're going to mention again here uh, in a minute. But uh, uh, I know you worked with uh, Under the Rafters Radio with... Adam, Kevin, Chris Hagstrom. Uh, give me a, before we get into this week's topic, give me a, a quick good Adam Testa story.
1: Wow, well, put me on the spot. Yep. I don't, I'm trying to think if I have a good Adam Testa story. Or I, memory. Or memory even. I just um, I'm cutting I, all I of have this to say out I probably, probably the best memories are um, when he along with Kevin and and Chris Hagstrom and a few other friends did a road trip to Chicago and then Indiana for a Chikara mm. wrestling double shot. And um, we, we got to the, the place that they were running in Indiana was a theater that was also used at, for the Sunday morning church service. Mm. And so they couldn't start loading the ring in and setting up until after church was done at noon and the show was supposed to start at, at two. And so we got there at, I think like nine o'clock, and just hanging out waiting. And, um, get
0: your Jesus. We, we got to help. What's that? Did you get your, uh, weekly dose of Jesus?
1: No, because we were just standing outside waiting to load the ring oh. and help them set up. And I remember, um, <laughs> uh, Ben, I hope Adam's not listening to this story. Um, but we were loading in and some of the Jakar guys are there and, Apparently, when they were in the area before, there was a person who was taking photos and putting them online of guys without their masks on. And uh, if you know, anything about jujitsu wrestling? It's a lot of masked wrestlers, and you try to keep the identities a secret. And and there are guys that I'm just now finding out, you know, to you know, in the last month, who they actually were under the mask that they've gone on to be bigger stars now. But the Undertaker
0: remember, was one. Uh yes, Steve Austin, another uh, one. I was, um, Steve
1: Williams. Yeah. Right. But I remember some of the Chicago guys talking about like, oh, you know, watch out because this is the guy that, um, you know, was exposing identities. And uh, how did he phrase it? But one of the guys like, oh, is it that guy over there pointed to Testa? The one who's like, uh, I can't remember the exact wording. So I'll, I'll rephrase it and put it into a, a more friendly Combine, but it's like, is it the one who's doing the Jennifer Aniston on Friends impersonation or the Baywatch um, impersonation? If you
0: will, let's just go with the Chesticle region. Um, (laughs) Okay. Didn't know where that story was going. And uh, hey, make sure you go to Amazon. Search for Adam Testa. His book is available right now. You can have it delivered to live and die at Shadow Ridge. Check out the entire conversation with me and Adam Testa over at Nerds United. Uh, Chad, this week we already mentioned his name. Uh, he's, He's making the rounds. On the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network uh, this week, without his knowing, Kevin Huntsberger, you were just on his most recent podcast, uh, "My One Two Three Cents." My, let me try that again, "My One Two Three Cents," the podcast. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you all, uh, what you two did on that show, and, and how we're carrying over that uh, that theme this week.
1: All right. Well, because as this episode drops in um, in November, this, this episode drops November twentieth, nineteenth. I believe it is uh, 2019, or no, it's 2020. 19, man, I'm all screwed up. November 19th of 2020. And so this Sunday, which would then be November 22nd, is Survivor Series in the WWE calendar. So on Kevin's show, we we discussed our memories of the Survivor Series, and then we each picked, uh, we, we made teams of five from people who had won Survivor Series matches in the past and pitted them to see who would who had the better team. I, I think I won. I, I know there was, as we record this, there was a poll up. Um, I don't know who was voting for Kevin other than his like four different uh, accounts that he has spread out through his work um, profiles. So I, I think he was stacking the deck, much like. Uh, well, I'll just leave it alone at that. But I didn't really have an idea for a topic this week. And so I just said to you, let's kind of do the same thing, only with food mascots. Because I think both you and I like food. True. A lot of mascots. And it was an easy way that we can steal an idea from Kevin Hunsberger and, uh, you know, make
0: him think that he's more important than he is. While also giving him the credit that he deserves. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Long, very pregnant pause there. And if this was on video, everybody <laughs> could see my shit and eating grin. Uh, so we have come up with – I've just r- jotted down a few names of some food mascots. Um, and I know you have as well. I don't know what's on your list. You don't know what's on mine. We're doing this a little bit of a draft style. Uh, we have two teams of five trying to survive. Um, so I'm going to be benevolent and give you first pick.
1: You know, I took first pick on my one, two, three cents and stole Kevin's, I think, top pick. So I will actually defer to you. <laughs> I will defend on the, uh, against the wind. Um, but I will let you take the first pick on, on this show.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I thank you for your generosity. I'm curious now to know what your first pick is. If it's not Grimace, and I'm going with Grimace, the, uh, uh, right. horrifying purple. We don't know what from vintage McDonald's, uh, commercials. Um, he bounced around short legs, short arms, all really all torso. <laughs> And he causes noises to occur without any without any explanation. He's coming for you, Chad. I'm going with Grimace.
1: I don't know if you could hear. I don't know what my neighbors upstairs are doing. But I think they're teaching elephants to pogo jump. Okay. Uh, my, my first pick is uh, I'm going with Tony the Tiger. Ooh. Simply because he's great. And I think you need that feline ferociousness. You know, he's got the eye of the tiger
0: that will serve him well when he's in battle. So Tony, the tiger, Tony, the tiger was on my list, but I have since scratched him off. Um, are we doing this NFL way? So now that it's the second round, you go again, or do I go? No, you go. Okay. Uh, I'm going with another mascot from the realm of cereal. And, uh, this one, uh, I think I might give away too much, but I'm just going to say he's seasonal, and uh, we just saw him for a limited time as he comes around September, October. He's a big guy, uh, and and he is Frankenberry. Ooh, big monster interesting in choice. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel like I'm I'm I'm, I, I, I'm putting together a team of strength. Maybe not the the best in brains, but I'm putting together a lot of brute force.
1: Yeah, I, I I did not think about the monster cereals. They were out of my uh, – because I don't go to grocery shopping anymore. I did not get any Booberry, Frankenberry, or Count Chocolate this year. They just uh, slipped under my radar. Um, okay, Frankenberry. I got see where you're going. And I'm going to go kind of similar but different in my reasoning for this. This is not a cereal mascot, and it has nothing to do – Normal, the normal people listening would not be like, why does that, you know, what is the connection there with Frankenberry? But I am going with Mr. Peanut mainly because in the world of wrestling pro wrestling, which I dearly miss and hope that we can get back to someday, they have a wrestler known as George Washington Carver's Monster, which oh is a Frankenstein version of Mr. Peanut. <laughs> so I am going with, with that idea of the Mr. Peanut character and uh, you know he, he is a peanut so I'm sure he can assault someone
0: um, that's all folks we're, <laughs> we're done <laughs> um, okay I am all right, number three alright so I think I, I just added a, a surprise one on In the event, yeah, we're going to have to use him eventually. Um, so my next one, I need, I need some leadership, right? I need somebody to take control. I'm staying in the serial realm. Um, you know, he's, he's not only is, is he, he's decorated. He is an officer. He is Captain Crunch. Hmm. And I don't he care. He will destroy your mouth. <laughs> That's why. Even if he has to sacrifice himself to do it, he's going to get the W and he will destroy you from within. <laughs> First of all, yeah, I got to say, Captain Crunch, I've never had like crunch berries. I'm, I'm a Captain Crunch guy, though. I love Captain Crunch.
1: Captain Crunch is good. I remember a story from about 10, 11 years ago. Uh, a woman who sued, I think it's General Mills, the creator of Captain Crunch, because she found out she had been eating Crunch Berries and then found out they are not real berries and therefore not healthy. And I think the judge looked at her and said, get out of my courtroom, you stupid, stupid
0: person. Yeah. And but you know what? I I wouldn't be surprised if after that uh, the manufacturer had to put some type of labeling on there, uh, (laughs) you know, some type of uh, writing on the on the packaging that says not actual berries. I mean, yeah. she's just – I don't know what to do with when the world gets that stupid. Who do you have next, Chad? I know.
1: Well, I've, I found it weird when Captain Crunch then came out with their Twiggenberries cereal. I was like, that's a bit much. That's horrible. For my next Shame pick, on you. I'm going to stay in the realm of cereal as well. Uh, someone who's a little loco. I, I think you need him just to cause chaos. And uh, you know he may not win, but if he can disorient the enemy enough for that the heavy pers- the heavy hitters can come in and win, I am going with the guy who is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. It's Sunny. I don't know if he's Sunny the bird or just Sunny or Sunny Days, maybe I don't know, but Sunny from Cocoa Puffs.
0: Sunny Day. <laughs> you know, there's going to be a very small uh, segment of the population who's going to get that <laughs> joke, uh, but by God. I love it. Thank you, thank you, Chad. That that was fantastic. Um, we only have teams of five, right? Yes. So okay. Two more picks each. All right. So my next one, I'm going out of. I, I guess I need to clarify. We have mentioned food mascots, but what about beverage mascots?
1: If it's a mascot for a, you know, a edible company, I guess then.
0: In that they'd... case, I have to go. With the demon from Arrogant Bastard Ale. Okay, uh, he, he, I'm not familiar with that one. It uh, I first came across this uh, beer in year of our Lord 2011 on vacation in Oregon at a, the, the first place that I ever encountered personally, where you could go in and kind of build your own six pack. And I got a couple of these because. The uh, uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was the packaging, uh, and uh, um, the you know, like if, if you've ever been on an Anheuser-Busch brewery tour, you know that uh, Bud Light, Budweiser, they are beechwood aged. I don't know if anything like you know, Sam Adams is like that, but this uh, stuff was aged over oak wood and it. T- uh, I love beer, but even this stuff was pretty far out there. As far as like the bitterness, the IBUs, uh, this was a, a tough beer to, to drink. I did it because I'm a gamer, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, so I'm going with, I mean, he looks kind of like your, you know, quintessential demon or gargoyle, you know, he's uh, massive. He's got horns, he's got wings, uh, you know, he's, he's ready to kick some tail. I went a little out of the box. I know we've been talking cereal pun intended. Uh, but I went arrogant, the, the, uh, demon from arrogant pastor Dale.
1: All right. Yeah. I, I'm trying to sit here and, and think of other liquid mascots that, uh, uh, the only one I can come up with is Spuds McKenzie, and he's dead. So he would be on the non-survivor non series.
0: Well, there's the – uh, was it the nestquick rabbit, right? I mean, that's that's pretty confident. Oh, yes. That's right. I,
1: and I actually had a picture of myself with him from a few <laughs> years ago. So. Yeah. You, um, you know, you just brought up another one. Made me think of someone else in that because I was thinking of other mascots that I have pictures of. And this guy – I'm, I'm going to change my fourth pick to this guy again because he kind of reminds me of a wrestling pro wrestling wrestler plus he right now is currently out of a job so I can feed him peanuts and I'm sure he would uh, be happy and that is Jeffrey the giraffe from Toys R Us oh, but he's yeah. not a food mascot so I guess he doesn't really count <sighs> stricken by a uh, by Ill-, Ill legitimate contender okay strike that one Going back to my fourth pick, um, <laughs> okay. I, I, I was just thinking mascots. I forgot about the food aspect. But uh, going back to my fourth pick, original, and this is a sneaky guy. Kind of reminds me of the Repo Man, who I know did not have much success in Survivor Series if he even competed. But he he's sneaky, and he reminds me of wrestling pro wrestling wrestler Sneaky Pete. I am going with Grimace's foe. The Hamburglar.
0: Hmm. Okay. I like look. Hamburglar. His problem was he always got caught. You know. So I, I don't know. I don't, Maybe he's not that sneaky.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Tangent side. There was. Uh, I think this was like back in two thousand four, two thousand five. Before I moved to LA, there was. When it's following politics, there is a, a runoff for mayor in Peoria, Illinois, which you and I are both probably familiar with. Um, there is one guy who was running allegedly and he had no experience. He lived, I think at home, um, still with his parents and he was like 25, 26 years old and he made these commercials that, uh, had YouTube been as big as it is now, probably would have gone viral, but one of them was him capturing the hamburglar. And that was how he was going to show he was going to be tough on crime oh, God. because he was going to stop people from stealing hamburgers. And uh, yeah, so pointless story, but just getting it out there.
0: I like it. it it's 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 good. It ties in. It's relevant, and it also yeah. shows that if some loser from Peoria can capture the hamburger, he's probably not the best person to have on your team. Another point for Greg's team. Listen, think about mm-hmm. that, folks, when you're uh, when you're contemplating who's going to win. Uh, Before I get to my fifth one, I would like to uh, go through some honorable mentions. All right. So my first honorable mention is the King from Burger King because he has the uh, mobility. You know, his his arms and legs are relatively free. Uh, You know, he's not encumbered by, you know, a... Big grimacey. I mean, he looks like he he can hold his own mm. speed wise, you know. Um, and he's crazy, and his face is terrifying. Um, I feel like his genetic makeup would be very good for you know, like a a, a Bill Goldberg esque spear. Except instead of hitting you at the shoulder, he's just going to take his crown and put it right through you. Um, mm. I also had as an honorable mention, the Quaker Oatman. And I say honorable mention, mm. he would have uh, you know, made it higher on the – he might have you know, had an uh, outside chance of making it on the list. However, after doing a little bit of research, I found that Quakers are pretty nonviolent, non-confrontational. Mm. Um, I know a few high schools that have the Quaker as a mascot. Hmm but I don't know if, how good their sports teams are I think if if there was a food mascot who was who was the Puritans uh, I think that I'd be you know much more likely to include them on my team because they'll just you know stone or drown or, or burn a lady with very little evidence given so um, yeah, she turned me into a newt <laughs> so so I kept those two up Did you have any honorable anybody on your list That uh, uh, I know you mentioned Jeffrey, um, but did you have anybody on your list that just didn't quite make the cut? I know we didn't have too many crossovers.
1: Yeah, I had Burger King as well, and I thought about him. I I had two remaining. He's one. I'm I'm not going to go, and I just had another thought of someone else that I may put on there. So I'm going to wait and see what your fifth pick is, and I'll decide who who my fifth pick is going
0: to be. Okay. All right. I can live with that. Uh, So my— fifth selection rounding out my team it's going to be a surprise nobody in the rock means nobody is going to see this coming little debbie because she okay. she has I did not see that one coming she has contributed to more uh, heart attacks and diabetes than mm-hmm. anybody on the list and that bitch is ruthless and uh, so I think that, you know, having her as the fifth member of the team, you know, it's a it's like a, a wolf in, in sheep's clothing, you know, just just watch out.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I mean, I,
0: you
1: know, she may sell her, her wares for what, 25 cents, 50 cents a piece. But like you said, she's spreading that diabetes around and we still had Wolfred Brimley here. I would have him peg to do a run-in and take out a little bit. But unfortunately, that's not the case. Um, so for my last pick, I thought about booking and ending my team with another feline and going with Chester Cheetah. Ooh. Because he's got the spicy Cheetah, you know, the spicy um, Cheetos that could really get that Cheetah dust on you and then just oh, yeah. wipe it in your eyes and blind you and take you out. But
0: I didn't think about that. I'm i did not think about him at all. Yeah, I'm
1: going going back to the '80s for another food mascot, and this guy—I don't know if I can trust him because he ruins everything. But I'm going with the Noid mm. from Domino's Pizza. Yeah,
0: I think uh, I think based on nostalgia, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna win with that one. Um, and and you know, we didn't we didn't really set up any ground rules, but it, as as far as food mascots go, if I would have said Keebler elves, would I have gotten all of them or just like one elf too? You know, that's uh something to think about. But, but oh, the Noid, man, that's a good – except, yeah. you know, Domino's figured out a way to beat the Noid.
1: Yeah. That's
0: what I said. I don't know how, how good he
1: is, although Domino's pizza is terrible. And yes, I said that. And Domino's, if you're listening to this, make better pizza because – I order it about once every four months to remind myself never to order Domino's pizza. Chat. I just did it last week. Chat, 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 chat. I'm not, chat. I'm not, very, I'm not, not very good at building up sponsors. Sorry. I,
0: I, I want, I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. I want, next time you have a hankering for Domino's, I want you to PayPal or Venmo me 15 bucks and then just punch yourself in the stomach. Good deal. That's, Same deal I made with a
1: friend after we saw Master of Disguise, the Dana Carvey movie. I'm like, next (laughs) time you suggest a movie, I'll just give you $5 and let you beat me up in the parking lot. Uh, But going back to your comment about the Keebler Elves, I did think, you know, if I would have chosen Snap, Crackle, or Pop, could we New Day them and they get them all in and they can stretch out? Freebird rule. I said Freebird.
0: (laughs) Freebird rules. (laughs) is a town near me Freebirds are uh, they're the legendary wrestling uh, trio so uh, I had to clarify that and you know Toucan Sam he, here's one it, and again going back to the Keebler elves they also have the ability of magic um but you know we mentioned two uh, Toucan Sam what uh the um Goldie is, is who's the the golden crisp bear oh that's true. Sure. Yeah, I, I don't know what his name is, but I yeah. know who you're talking about. Um, and, and look, everything's we're in a tough spot because everything has been so um, licensed. You know, you can go and get Baby Yoda cereal or Mandalorian cereal now, or or you know, back in the day you could get Ghostbusters cereal Mr. Or, or regular Star yeah, Wars. Could cereal. Go, Mister T and C three POs
1: and Bill and Ted. Right.
0: So yeah, technically we could have. I don't know. We have thrown
1: an asterisk
0: up. I'm glad because... we kept it the the more you know traditional, uh, you know not. They they've been there since the beginning. Types, which you know, I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but uh, all right. So my team again, just as a reminder for everybody, yeah. I've got Grimace, Frankenberry, Captain Crunch, Arrogant Bastard, uh, Ale Demon, and Little Debbie. Um, I've got leadership. I've got strength. I have the ability of flight, and I have diabetes as a weapon to use to, to, uh, um, I was going to say discharge. I don't think that's the right word, but you know what I mean. Uh, fire away. So, Chad, uh, give, give the loyal listeners your rundown again.
1: Yeah. I've got Tony the Tiger, Sunny from Cocoa Puffs, the Hamburglar, Mr. Peanut, and the Noid. So, I've got a little mixture of – a little bit of everything to hopefully combat your uh, your team. You know, I, I can mix it up. I can throw in the heavy hitter and then throw in some speed and then throw in some craziness. I th- I
0: think this is going to sound crazy being that I have a little girl on my team. But I think your Mr. Peanut is going to be the weakest link of, of the entire fight. And I'll tell you why. Yes, he has – A weapon. He does have a cane. I just do. I feel like he's too, he's too uppity, a little too snooty to get his hands dirty, get in there and, uh, you know, make that peanut butter, if you know what I mean. Um, I feel like he's, he's just gonna try to make it rain a few dollar bills and, and try to get somebody else to do the grunt work for him. And I gotta say, Chad, I, the idea of putting my team up against your team. I'm, I'm really excited about my chances. I well, feel
1: like, you know, I mentioned, mentioned Mr. Peanut reminded me of George Washington Carver's monster from wrestling pro wrestling. He can also kind of remind me of another WPW star and that is gentleman Jervis Cottonbelly who, you know, he's a gentleman. He's friendly. He, um, maybe, maybe Mr. Pen- Peanut will take that approach and lull his opponents into a false sense of security before unleashing, unleashing a a monstrous tickle.
0: And, uh, who knows what else? So I I do feel like the monstrous tickle would work against Grimace. I really do.
1: Yes, exactly. And I I think anybody who has one of the, uh, video game systems that has the wrestling game that you can create characters should create these two teams and let them battle and put it up on YouTube. So, so we can figure out, you know, so we can see who wins.
0: I yes, um take the time, random listener and put create ten characters and simulate a match for our entertainment. We've already done the heavy lifting. we've put all the chess pieces on the board now you just have to you know and and look let's be honest we can't just do one match. I feel like that's unfair to to both participants. we need like best of ten, you know uh, you know run ten simulations and uh, and the winner. You know, gets, gets all the bragging rights and we want that done by next week
1: exactly <laughs> and speaking of next week we are out of this is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network for more jittery shenanigans go to jitterymonkey.com